Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Save big money on everything for your projects. Now at Menards. We have it all for garden and landscaping essentials. Visit our outdoor garden center today and update your backyard space. Grid accents lattice panels have a timeless design with an innovative design that's simple to install and requires almost no maintenance. Save big on lattice panel options at Menards. View our entire selection of garden center products today on Menards.com. Save big money at Join Kevin Hart as he dives into the minds of some of the world's funniest comedians. This is Inside Jokes with Kevin Hart. Welcome. Welcome, world. Today's episode is going to be a special one. It's going to be a special one because we're getting inside one of the most brilliant minds. (laughs) And I I do mean that. I don't just say that to say it. I mean it. We're getting inside of one of the most brilliant minds in comedy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the man, the myth, the legend, Jerry Seinfeld. God damn. Hey, Jerry. Thank you, Kevin. What'd you think about that introduction, Jerry? I was, I was awesome. Under, under any other circumstances, I would complain about that. You never, you never want to say that. You never want to bring anybody out with too strong an intro, as you well know. Yeah. Because it, you, you're taking away their first step. Talk about if I can use a basketball analogy. That's your, your first step. It's first thing out of your mouth when you hit the stage. To me, that's your, that, you know, in the martial arts, they talk about that first move that, 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 that a lot of, com- to me, the, the set is about that first move. It's like, you know, don't you, do you have, do you think of comedy like as a martial art that way? That it's, that it's very much, about quick leverage. Absolutely. Now that you said it, I have. Yeah. In the past, I haven't. But it's all about it's all about being first. Yeah. Be, right. It's all about being first. Yeah. In this case, in this case, I can give you that amazing introduction because here's the interesting thing about it: it's not followed by an applause button or nothing. Right. Right. You're technically coming out to the smallest crowd. It's really nice, and like. It means a great deal to me to hear you say that. It really does. That that's definitely going to be the best thing that happened to me today. <laughs> it just happened. You saying how much you're loving that you're falling in love with this. Tell me what's going on. Well, here's here's what I'm doing. I'm doing a podcast, and you know, I never saw myself getting into the podcast. Right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But the reason why I decided to do it because I said you're, you're a good looking guy. Good looking guys don't look for ways to just hide behind a microphone in the dark. Yeah, Jerry, I don't need to do this shit. I don't have to be on radio. I don't need this right. shit. I don't right. need this shit. But here's here's the thing. I I have so many I have so many friends in the business of comedy that that are going through shit, have gone through shit, uh, have like experienced some of the the craziest things. And and Jerry, I'm not even talking about, you know, like the funny, funny, crazy stories. I'm talking about real shit. I'm talking about people like 
that have suffered from depression, you know, right, yeah, people yeah. who have who have contemplated, you know, I mean, some of the worst shit ever when when, it, when this comes to life. And and these people are attached to funny. These people are attached, uh, you know, to the to the thought process of being funny and only being funny. And I said, right. if I can talk to comics, have open dialogue, real conversation. And and that real conversation leads to information that you may not have never known or you may have. I said that's a dope experience because this is what people don't know. So if I can if I can get comics to just to to go down that path and show the depth, the depth to them, I said then that's a different experience. And that's what this is about. It's just about creating a different experience. You know, I did comedians in cars I, uh, for a long time. Yeah, Jerry, I did it. It's only it's only on my resume. It's in my it's in my reel. That was a great. That was a hot day. Remember, how, it was hot that day. <laughs> it was hot as fuck. <laughs> it's hot as fuck. You had me in that goddamn car with the top down. You bought me sneakers, which I still have. But I'll tell you, here's here's what I remember the most about doing the experience. I'm sure you've already felt this when when you're doing these types of interviews and these talks with people. You see a map in front of you. They're talking about something, and then you see this like little map. Or it's almost like a you're almost like a Boy Scout in the woods, and, and you're looking at the trail, and you go, "Oh, well, there's an there's a I could go down this trail, or I could go down that trail. I can't go down both trails, right?" <laughs> and then and and it really gets your mind going, right? Of like. <laughs> But the trick is to go down the trails. Don't just yes. ask your questions. I don't know if you prepare questions or it seemed to me to be completely unnecessary for you to prepare questions. Yeah, I don't prepare shit. Yeah. I don't do that. <laughs> but you, you're absolutely right about the trails. Like, you, you have options. Yeah, it's an interesting game, mental game to play. And I, I enjoy being on either side of it. Are you still doing comedians in cars, Jerry? Not at the moment. I'm not, I'm not, I haven't, uh, I, I got my, I got a hold of another, uh, I got a hold of another whale, and I'm trying to uh, uh, capture this whale that is that has uh, hooked onto my harpoon, and I am. How the fuck? How do you do it? How do you do it, Jerry? <laughs> That's the question of the day. How do you do it, Jerry? What the fuck? What do you do <laughs> all day? That's what I want to know. Okay, which part of it you want to know? I'll give you. I'll give you the, any part of it you want. Well, just what do you do? What is what is your? I mean, I know you love cars. I know that's I know that's an amazing hobby. That is not what I do. That that's not what not you do. All right, I know that you love your family. We have to say that in case the wives are listening. Yes, you have to say that. I'm 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 well aware of that game as well. I don't know if my wife is up or not, but I do this right below our bedroom, so I'm quite sure she may be. So you gotta love your family. You see, I put the volume yeah. on. Uh, <laughs> when I was younger, Kevin, and I I in my twenties and thirties. I really felt like I wasn't really going anywhere and I wasn't going to go anywhere, but I loved what I did. And I thought I still pretty great just being a comic. You know, I was just playing clubs, you know, and I, and I was okay with that. I made some money and, uh, and, uh, and I, and I kind of decided I had two things, uh, that I got to do in a day. And one of them is work on comedy. And two is I got to do some exercise. And I thought, if I get those two things done every single day, at the end of my life, I will have money and I'll be in good health. And I thought, and, and that's what I, I thought, that, that's not a bad place to wind up. Now, this is way before I could, had, the, had the maturity 
you know, the, the arrested uh, development maturity of, of comedians is a whole other subject we could talk about because I never understood why you would family, marriage, you know, women were just a, a, a distraction. You know, it was just, I didn't think that you grow in those, down those roads. Mm-hmm. So uh, my most important thing in the day is, 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 is coming up, is working on some stuff. Work on some stuff. I had some stuff I want to do. Where am I? What, you know, every time you look at your stuff or do your stuff on stage, something happens to it, right? Because the brain, the comedy brain will never leave anything alone, right? Anything someone pitches you or anything you say yourself, you go, but maybe I could do it a little better this way or that way. So the, occupying that brain, keeping that going is, is how we get somewhere because our path is a slow slow path right it really right is it really is excruciatingly slow right somebody how long have you been working on that joke my whole life <laughs> <laughs> i'm still working on this bit still working on it do you feel jerry your your comedy mind has gotten stronger the older you have gotten like at this point, at this point in your life, do you feel like you're you're capable of being the best version of a comedian to you? Yeah, because I, I, it's been it's been an, an obsession for me. It's an obsession. It's a love and an obsession. And I, I know that that's good for me. That's my personality. If you're obsessive, I don't think it's bad to be obsessive. Mm. I mean, there's one step beyond of anything, uh, of course, but I am completely obsessed and the audience wants that. They pay for that. I don't want to see somebody who's kind of into it. Wow. In anything, right? Wow. When you get a new car and you sit in that car, the first thing you can tell is, wow, whoever made this, they were into it. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Yeah. That's what I care about. That's all I care about. I don't care what you do. Uh, I just want to see people and talk to people and be around people that are into it. And the dumber the thing is, kind of the cooler it is to me. The better it is. Yeah. Because the more it's more different, it's more authentic. Right. You you are when I when I said earlier and and I was giving you the introduction, I wasn't bullshit when I said just brilliant minds in the game. I mean, the reason why. I not only respect you, but why I'm in awe of the way you approach your craft. It's your, it's, it's the way that you process funny. It's the way that you break down funny. And it's not, I, I, I haven't, honestly, I haven't seen it duplicated. I've, I haven't even seen people come close to, <laughs> to what you would call the Jerry Seinfeld style of comedy. No, like it's, it's a, it's a weird thing that you do and it is frustrating uh-huh. you're the comic that makes other comics mad because you take something that's so small right and you make it so fucking big right right you make it so big it's it's something as simple as answering a telephone sitting sitting in a chair and the chair has the the uh mechanics to go up and down right or or a desk what's the drawer that's in the middle of the desk for what do we need it like the things that you come up with and the questions that you ask and 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 the way that you observe is is special man thank you 
I'll tell you one of the ones that really was exciting for me. I did. I had a whole bit about uh, those those outdoor porta potties, and I did a bit about the spring tension on the door is always a little lighter than you think it's going to be. <laughs> now, when I think of something like that, I think, well, there's no way you're going to get people to that's not going to work, you know, but so that becomes my thing. I, I'm going to see if I can get people to remember that door is a little easier to open than I thought it was going to be. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> One of the funniest things you said to me, we were doing comedians in cars and we were just, we were just talking. It was just, uh, it was just conversation. And uh, we, we had saw, we had saw, it was two homeless people and you know, this is nothing, you know, an attack. God damn the times today. There's nothing, an attack of homeless people or, or putting down homeless people. But Jerry goes, it was so simple. We were just talking and you know, we were driving, we saw a light and he said, the crazy thing when you see two homeless people, you said one of them were wrong. And, and I stopped for a second, Jerry. He said, somebody was wrong. Somebody, somebody said, we're going to be fine. And they weren't. You said, said, I don't remember that. You said, somebody said, we're going to be fine. And guess what? They weren't fine. And now look, he he said, I don't remember that. He said, one of them were wrong. It was simple. It wasn't a bit. It wasn't a bit. I know what it was. It, It was one homeless person is always giving advice to the other one. He said somebody was wrong. Whatever it was. I would not do that if I was you, you know. <laughs> it's the it's the way that you fucking think, man. And it's just if I, I don't have it, I'm never yes, going to have do. it. No, you do. no, not like that. Not like that. I, I mines mines have to come in in the shapes of of stories, and you know, uh, I got to create these fucking things in my head, and then I love. That's where I get off. I I love the the idea of starting a story and completing a story. And putting right. a bunch of shit in there. That's that's my thing. I don't I can't do your thing. I, I can't. Nobody can do anybody else's thing. No, that is true. That is true. But the people that try to do other people's things are people that end up coming up short because they're not being themselves. Of course. Yeah. Here's what I'm trying to do now. I'm at this point in my career where my focus is making sure that when it's all over, I go out on top. Right. I don't want I don't want to go out in the middle. What does that mean? I don't want to go out. What is that? Well, that's the thing. I'm trying to figure that the fuck out, Jerry. That's that's what I'm about to ask you this question because I feel like you've done it, right? When I say go out on top, it means go out when you feel like, yo, I'm ready to be done. I'm happy with where I am, what I am, but I don't need all the bells and whistles. Yeah. So I'm going to step away, right? I, I'll tell you, if, if you want to know what I think about yeah. what, what the top is or... There's only one top, dog. In our life, to me, there's only one question. Are you working or are you not working? And that's it. Mm. That's it. And obviously, you're one of the greatest workers of all time that Mm -hmm. I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. And you will never stop working. That's why, you, to me, you will always be a huge success. Because you love... And you treasure work. You you respect work. 
Some people look to avoid it. You, you, it draws you like a, like a, like a beam of light. The word work, when, when someone says the word work to Kevin Hart, his pupils dilate. I fucking get it. It's a, it's a big thing. For me. It is. It's your, it is your thing. And that is what I consider to be it. The, what you're working at or on is, is way down the list to me. It, it's that you're working. You're working. Kevin, I'm, I'm, I'm a, quite a bit older than you. And I, you know, you're going to get, you're going to get to my age and you're going to start talking with somebody else who's your age. And you're going to go, whatever happened to, and you're going to start listing names and you're going to realize you're in the tiniest group of people that are still working. Holy shit. Still working. And that, that, that is greatness. That's the top. He's still working. I don't care where he's working or what he's working on. He's still working. And that's what I, that is my dedication to the comedy gods who I believe, I believe, I believe our purpose on earth is to please the comedy gods. We don't, I don't, um, I, I'm not a master of comedy. I am a servant of it. Mm. And I, I work to please them. And they don't like arrogance. They don't like overconfidence. They don't like, um, they don't like when you pursue uh, uh, things that you're not good at. And they, they want you to pursue comedy, pursue us. The arrogant comic is annoying to me. I don't mind arrogance if it's well disguised and it's funny. No, I'm talking about undisguised. Okay, well, undisguised is a problem. All art is disguising work. The comic that loves the craft and that can, you know, pick apart the craft, that's different. I'm talking about the arrogant, the arrogant comic. I'm not a fan of the arrogant comic. Kevin, our ecosystem is so toxic. The water that we swim in. Kills. It's the worst. It kills almost all of us. It's the worst. It's the worst. It's which we swim with fish that swim in New York Harbor. You got to be t- so tough. <laughs> that's, the toughest, that's the toughest water to be in. Yeah. That's the tough. A fish in the New York Harbor. God damn. That's that's some of the that's some of the worst time. Is it jail? So you never have to look at a comedian that you think is um, ill-equipped, not doing his job. You don't care for this. You don't care for that. Don't worry. The water itself <laughs> is just purified. Oh Jerry, have you, did you experience a high level of, uh, let's call it toxic, that toxic environment that we're talking about, you know, at, 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 yeah. at your height or on, on the, the rise to your, to your height, you know, when it was, oh my God. The show and everything. Like, did did you experience that from comics? You know, here and there, if I wanted to really dig, I could p- come up with some things. But it's too too minor to mention. Got you. Too minor to mention. Got you. And that's how it always should be, honestly. Yeah. That's- <laughs> 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 Maybe. Whatever. Doesn't yeah. matter. I got no time. I got no time for it. All right, guys, we got to stop for a second, man. Got to take a commercial break. I don't want to. But we have to. Right now, we're we're on Inside Jokes. We're inside the mind of Jerry Seinfeld. We'll be right back. You're listening to Inside Jokes with host Kevin Hart. 
John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts. Did you guys hear about that couple that went on vacation and one spouse murdered the other? In fact, the entire vacation was planned just so that they could make the murder look like an accident. Ah, so like a slaycation. Oh boy, sounds like a fun new true crime podcast to me. On every episode of Slaycation, we'll examine true cases of people who were killed while on vacation. Was it murder? (coughs) Or just a horrible accident? (coughs) That's up to you and the law to decide. But either way, if you leave for your vacation in the plane and come home under the plane, you've definitely gone on a Slaycation. Join us every week for a fascinating new episode. 911, what's your emergency? But make sure to pack your body bags, because getting away can be murder. This is Slaycation. Now back to Inside Jokes, hosted by Kevin Hart. Jerry, goddamn, man, what a, what a conversation. We're back. For our listeners, if you're just going to tune in, this is Inside Jokes. We're talking to Jerry Seinfeld. What an amazing mind this is. What an amazing person he is. The conversation is flowing. Mount Rushmore, you said. Who who does Jerry Seinfeld love when it comes to comedy? Who who are your favorites? If you can give me if you can give me your your Mount Rushmore of comedy. If you can give me your what, what I started looks like this Mount Rushmore thing. I may it may not be. I could be wrong, but I, I I'm just gonna tell you. I, I think I started it when I did a show with Don Rick. When I did a comedian's cars with Don Rickles. God damn. And and I I started this Mount Rushmore, and, and then I seemed to be everywhere. I'll tell you, there are comedians that I will study. I I I, I study and I laugh uh, at them. They're because the details of what they do are so intricately beautiful and perfect, mm-hmm. I can never get over it. And one of those is Bernie Mac. I, I will watch Bernie Mac. I have seen every clip that exists of Bernie Mac on YouTube 50 times each. I watch them and, uh, you know, he's one of these guys that nobody talks about Bernie Mac's writing. But when I watch a comic, when I watch anything, I see the script next to the guy, and I look at the words and the mm-hmm. the economy, the structure, the 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 what he's going for, how he expresses it. Um, he he, I find him to be a miraculous comedian, and he's so funny. The material's so funny. The the performance is so funny. Um, and I don't think he was one of these, he's not, he wasn't one of these lockdown guys, right? He just kind of went out there. Mm-hmm. I met him once in a stairwell at DreamWorks in a parking garage. And we stopped and we just talked for a couple minutes. And this was but way before. I, I, I actually got into him after he passed. Wow. And um, 
But that's one of the guys that I really, really love. But uh, I watch a lot of Rickles just to laugh. And also, he, he's interesting because he, he's got nothing. He goes out there, he's got nothing. <laughs> he just goes. He just, <laughs> goes. just goes. He just fucking goes. Yeah, but the energy and is fascinating. Um, I got a crazy Rickles story for you. A cra- this is a, it's an insane Rickles story. Um, I go to this, I go to this Vanity Fair party, right? This is, shit is starting to happen. Uh, my first and my last name now matter. That's Kevin Hart, right? Um, Don Rickles is at the party. And somebody tells me Don Rickles is at the party. And I say, I gotta fucking meet Don Rickles. I gotta, I gotta meet him, right? I gotta meet him. I have to meet him, right? I gotta, I you gotta do, yeah. fucking if meet him. If you're a comic and he's in the Don room, you Rickles have to. sees me. Yeah, I don't even know how Don Rickles knows who I am. You know, it's just a big moment. Hey, it's just energy, right? Crazy energy. Swear to God, it's not right. my kids. I'm not right. when I say this. Don sees me. He goes, <laughs> he goes. Ah, look at him. He takes his hand. He. Smacks my face twice. Pat, pat. Right? He smacks my face twice. He goes, he goes, pat, pat. And he says, this looks like a little, like a, there's no bullshit. All right? Don't, this is not, and this was not, this was not malicious. This is the era that Don came up in in comedy to my listener. He goes, he goes, he looks like a little, like a little monkey. <laughs> right? Right, right. Pat, pat on my face. And I, I said, oh, man. Okay. I said, I said, I said, okay. Well, what? (laughs) That definitely wasn't cool, but what do I say to Don Rickles? How do I correct? I don't do, what do I have to do? There's nothing I can do. After I did it, he then pinches my cheek like like a fucking kid. He pinches it. It's like, I love you, kid. And, And that was it. And he just fucking like sat back down. And it was like this weird silence, like, and and I just turned around in my suit, and I was like, "Well, I guess that was it." <laughs> Jerry, I guess that was it. I yeah, guess, I guess that was it. Do you, th- do you did he know you? He, I can tell either either somebody warned him, right, of, right. of who of who I was. Like before, before I got to him, and and like he like went with just energy. Like you know, you don't know who a person is, but you just give them energy. Yeah, right. You know I mean? Hey, hey, that that thing. What's up, man? Like is it was, it was like that. It was I could tell it was like that. He didn't he didn't know, but somebody else knew. But it wasn't it wasn't malicious. It's like you know he this this was his era. That was his era of comedy. So, so he was just being—he was being personable in the yeah. moment. But it was like there, there's a thoughtlessness. In, exactly. In exactly. It wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, a, but it's no, no. It was. It wasn't. And I know, you know, for our listeners, they would go, "What? What? What?" But no, I'm I'm telling you, as a person that was there, it, it wasn't. And that's why I was just. It was for me the funny part about it was the exit. Because he was at a table, right. so I, I I just approached the table, and then he just sat back down and like 
just went back into a conversation with whoever he knew, and I was just standing there for a second. And I was like, all right, well, yeah, I guess that's it. And I was like, okay, bye. You, you know, I'm a very a- anti-PC guy in comedy. Mm-hmm. But when I do watch some of his old stuff, when his black stuff, it does. I do I feel <laughs> uncomfortable. I don't feel good. No, he has some shit. If you yeah. if you go look at it, it's woof. Yeah, yeah. You look and you go. Even in the even in that moment, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just got lightheaded. You know, I don't know. I don't. How do, you, how do you feel about where we are now? You know, when you say you're anti-PC. I think we're, I think we're fine. You think we're fine? Yes, I think we're fine. We, I, uh, it's like um, Lindsey Vaughn, you know, that, that uh, phenomenal female skier. Mm-hmm. I would say, if you're Lindsey Vaughn, I don't care where you put the gates on the mountain. Put them anywhere you want. Mm. I'm going to make the gate. Yeah, I'm going to make the gate. Wherever you put it, I'm going to make it. And comedy changes, like culture changes. Culture is a liquid. It's not a solid. It's mm. a liquid. It's always changing, always moving. Every day it's a slightly different shape. Today is a different shape than yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Way different. And we're going to feel it, and we're going to work it, and uh, that's our job. I was going to say that's part of the job. That's our job. you got to feel it. If you can't feel it, you know, again, the toxic ecosystem will take care of it will it will self-correct well you just said that's the job and i mean yeah you know frustrating at times it may be or mm-hmm. you know ridiculous it may get to but ultimately it's our job to adjust and it's not as hard as being funny to begin with no that's the hardest part that's the hardest part that's the hardest part People don't like to hear us complaining about how hard comedy is but how could we not but but i also you know what though jerry i have no problem with respect you know, when it boils down, when it boils down to respect or or making people feel respected or, you know, making sure that uh, you're you're now taking an approach to to the craft of one of just being aware. I don't have a problem. with that. Right. I don't have a problem being aware. Like that's not this. It's those aren't difficult. Those aren't difficult changes to make. You know what I mean? Like you can you can get point you can get your point across and be aware and be respectful and still be funny. Right. It doesn't have to be the crazy malicious, and that's never been my style anyway. So those those adjustments aren't aren't hard ones. I think, you know, somewhere along the lines in this temperature that we're in, the a gear has shifted. Mm-hmm. A gear has shifted, and it's almost as if as if the world started looking at comedians as political figures. Right. At one point. Yes. Yeah. And that that's where it gets funky for me. Yes, opinion leaders. Yes. Nobody ever changed their mind because of us. For, because of a fucking comic. No. No, never. It's never happened. It's never happened. And that's, that's where it gets funky for me. Right. Yeah, I agree. You know, I, I was asked a question. I, I did a, I was doing, first of all, and this is where it gets weird. I'm doing a junket. I'm doing a junket for a fucking movie. Right? Mm-hmm. And and one of the one of the reporters, one of the reporters asked me like it was almost like an activist question. Right. I said, you do know I'm a fucking comic, right? And he's like, yeah, but what's your what's your approach and take? I, I don't have one. I don't I don't know. I I, I wasn't there. Right. Um, 
What we do, what, in my opinion, what we do is so far above, so much a, a higher calling and a more important life um, contribution to other to to mankind is to make people laugh. If you, if you know, uh, it's so and all that political stuff and and ethical issues and social uh, stuff is is a few steps down. If you want to do it in your stuff, go ahead. You know, to me, to just Laurel and Hardy to make a, a, a film about moving a piano up a stairs. It'd still be good. And a hundred years later, I can still watch it and laugh. That then you you touched it. You touched. That's the light. Touch that. Make that. Give that to people. Then you gave that. You really gave them something. You really gave them something. There's not one Clinton joke that anybody wants to hear today. So that's why I don't I, I don't have a talent for it anyway. But what, to me, it's a, a waste of I, I, I'm looking for that joke that anytime they see it, it's going to put a smile on their face. Make, make them laugh. Make them laugh. Relieve the pain for a, a minute. When I ask, I ask myself, you know. Yo, not only not only do I check in just to say. Are you on, you're happy, you're enjoying, you know, these are my little check-ins in the morning when I'm in the gym. Fucking happy. How you feeling? I'm happy. I love to be happy. Right. I like the feeling that comes right. with being happy. And there was a light bulb that went off for me um, at one point in my career where it wasn't just about me being funny. You know, because in the beginning, that's what it was. It was like, yo, I'm fucking funny. This is, I like this. Like, I like being funny. There was a, a switch there was a switch in like just a, a realization of the true definition of laughter and what providing that laughter turned into, you know, and, and the amount of people that you were right. making feel happy at that moment. That that became that became the new joy, the new love. Right. Making right. other people laugh. But but be happy. I'm I'm sure. I'm giving people a reason to be happy in that moment. And I and I love that. That became my 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 fucking go. Yeah, that became my go. Sure. Then then you'll always be okay. You'll always be okay. You just look just just yeah, just you stare at that, you focus on that. As we choose. And uh, we're so we're so lucky, so blessed that we can do it for as long as we can. You know, you, mm. you watch these, you know, Drew Brees walking off the field Sunday. You know, you, that's it. That's the ride. That's your ride. Ride's over, and for us, the ride goes on and on. And uh, if you, if to me, if you stay on the path, if you stay on the path, does Jerry Seinfeld ever miss TV? Uh, no. No, not at all. Not even a little bit. Uh, well, I, I, Kevin, I, I did TV. I really, I, I, the ride I got doing that. And here's what's so intense. What was so intense about it? You're performing for a live audience, going out to thirty million people every week. Mm. That is, there's nothing higher than that. Mm -hmm. I remember doing a Tonight Show one time in between. Uh, to promote the show at one point, thinking this is the smallest number of people that are going to see me this week. Yeah. And the Tonight Show used to be this big thing, you know, whatever it was, five million people. But um, 
I never thought I would get want to do another script and want to make something because uh, I just love. I'm very happy. I'm very happy in the the life of stand up. I love the life, you know. Uh, I, I bump, I'm in Chicago and Chris rocks in town and we get together after at a, at a restaurant. You know, I love that life. I love knocking around the clubs. I love working on stuff. <clears throat> but then this I, this thing popped up and uh, uh, one of my writers from the show said, can we, can we try and work on this? And I go, there's nothing here. This isn't anything. And uh, he said, let's just try it. Just, just, just let's try one, one meeting. Let's say, just give me one meeting. And it was my idea that I had set pitched to him just to be funny. And, uh, and we started and it's, you know, how when you're a kid, you, have, you, you had that hill and you had the sled on the, on the snowy day and you take your sled out on the hill and you get on the sled and you gotta, you gotta kind of push to get it to start going down the hill. If you got to push a lot, it's it's not a good hill. If you give one push and the sled starts going, gone, it's out. You You're out of there. Oh my shit! I'm, this thing's going down the hill. It's dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> it's- and that's what happened with this idea, and it just took off. And uh, we've been uh, doing it now about six months, and um, I haven't shown it to anybody. I haven't talked it, about it to anybody. But uh, I know, uh, you know, once this virus thing is over, we're going to be putting film and cameras and making this thing. And I'm going to be doing that again. It's not going to be a TV show. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be an audience. But it's uh, it's I never thing. thought I would go back to scripts, dialogue, casting, mm-hmm. edit, editing, you know, rehearsal, all, all that. I, I, didn't, I didn't. I'm very ha- I'm very happy in my work as a stand up. Very happy. Well, it shows. But this thing just happened, so um, that's what I'm working on now. I I I love that you're just you're just creative. You're creative, and you're creative in your in your in your world in your own way, and it doesn't stop. Like you you your energy. It's just, dude. I'm telling you, it's it's visible. Right. It's fucking <laughs> visible. It's it's so nice. so visible. Nice Where are you at with stand up right now? Are you working on anything? Uh, yeah, I, I've been writing. Well, I just did a special right before mm-hmm. the lockdown. And so, uh, and then I had some stuff left over from that. And then I've been writing. So I either have a, a, a session on this script or I do my own sessions by myself the way I like to do it. And uh, I got a bunch of stuff and I got to, you know, go out to the clubs and put it together. Where are you, where are you at? I got you, your special last special was great. I, I loved it, man. It was great. I, I fucking loved it. Right. You know what I'm where I'm at, man? I'm in this like um I'm in this nice, this nice place. I'm in this nice place of of growth and understanding with with like adulthood. You know, like this this fucking like I'm really embracing my 40s and I'm and I'm seeing all of the shit that's coming with it. And I had to talk with my wife and I was like, you know, for the last, I mean, I can't even say how many years, my life has really been about going to work and just wanting to be home because my work keeps me outside the house. I'm filming a movie when I'm on set, we're out of town, whatever. I'll come back on the weekends. But for the most part, I'll be gone. And I said, what what I enjoy, I said, is the home. That's that's where my my life is kind of, that my life is, that's where I've been the happiest. When I'm home, I'm with my kids, the wife, and we're chilling. And I said, right. you know, I gotta, I gotta put us in some positions to do things outside of this when this is all over. 
Um, or I may just go do some shit for me. Oh, what's over? Well, over the what pandemic, do you, mean? What's this, over? you know, the the yeah, oh, this, oh, oh, the yeah. thing that we're in. And I said, you know, because with my the way that my mind is working now, I wanna I wanna be around some shit to see how I'm, how I embrace it. Like I wanna I wanna I wanna do like a little travel thing, just for me to to go right. to go somewhere right. because I'm I'm in such a strong thinking space that I know the material that would come out of me taking a nice little lap over the course of said days can only be good. It can, it can only, it can right. only be good. I was supposed to take a business trip to China. I was supposed to do a business trip to China and stay for like uh, three weeks, two and a half, three weeks. And of course we couldn't when all the shit happened, but I was so excited I was so excited because I had like, you know, I had a guy down there that was going to act as my, um, you know, my my tour guide to show me around. Right, I had the yeah. whole thing set up. And I was like, my go to China and what happened in China experience is going to be fucking epic. Yeah. And that's and that's what I'm looking at right now. I'm like when when I'm able to travel, I'm going to put I'm going to put three to four, maybe five places together. Mm-hmm. And and I'm gonna go there. I'll have work to do there, but that's what my next my next thing is gonna be about. Right, right. My decision to travel for me. Where where am I going? I'm going to fucking. I'm gonna go to Egypt. Right. I'm gonna go. To, I'm gonna go to China. I'm gonna go to uh, uh, India. I've been I've been dying to get over there. Yes, I have. To, I'm I've been dying to go there. But it's like I'm. It's 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 doing my own fish out of water thing for me. Right, right. That's 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 where I'm at. Right. That's where I'm at right now right. with the right. with the material. But of course, I'm I'm fucking I'm excited to to get back to stage. I think I want to do I want a total I want a total of ten specials, and then I'm not I'm not gonna want to do specials anymore. I still do comedy, but I'm not gonna want to take them to do specials. I'm gonna, I'm gonna step. Why? Why, why is that? Uh, I don't know. I, I think ten is my number. That's that's the number I put in my head. So I don't I don't really after that because I set it I set that goal. I set that goal for me. How many have you done? Seven. Well, you're almost done. Almost. I mean, I don't know. Why would you even think about, you know. The ending or the, the number? I, I tell you, like, like Kevin, like this this thing that just happened to me that I never wanted to do this. I never thought of anything. It's just like this guy says to me, come on, give me one writing session. And let's see if we can make this idea go. And and then And then my whole life changed. So I, I couldn't possibly have seen that <laughs> around the corner. I can't see that. He said, didn't, did my life change? <laughs> <laughs> I've been working. I've been going into marriage, Kevin. That's my, my, I've been writing a lot about marriage. I wanted to do this thing about your spouse is a rescue pet. <laughs> Look... You look in your spouse's eyes and you know that they think they could survive on their own, but you know that they can't. They cannot make it without you. Each spouse thinks that of the other spouse. You know, you know, had a real good one of my one of my favorite marriage bits. D.L. Hewley, Hewley had a joke. He had a joke about, you know, him and his wife and how they, you know, how they going at it. And he was like, you know, I just know that if I were to die, things would change drastically. And I know that my kids, my kids were haters. <laughs> he said they would go. <laughs> it should have been you. <laughs> because, because, 
because our life has changed <laughs> since daddy's <laughs> it's, the, it's the stupid shit. It's the stupid small shit that makes me laugh. You'll never, you'll never run out of material with marriage. How long have you been married, Jerry? 21 years. God damn. Yeah. 21 I, years. I got married in 99. 21 years. Congrats, yeah. man. What did you do you. for your 20th? Anything big for the 20th? It's your 20th anniversary. You didn't do anything crazy? No. I also have a new bit about all marriage numbers get applause. There, there is no... <laughs> no matter what, whatever number you say that you've been married, the audience will applaud because they are grateful that they were not involved <laughs> in making this. <laughs> Thank you yeah, that's good. for doing that. We're, we're appreciative of it, but... We don't uh, want it. We don't want that shit. Yeah, we don't we don't know what you went through. We just we can imagine there were some things. We don't know what they were. We imagine there were some things. All right, guys, we got to stop. Hold on, Jerry. One more commercial break. I'm sorry, uh, but I got to do it. Let's take a quick commercial break. We'll be back. This is Inside Jokes with host Kevin Hart. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert, and I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. This is Inside Jokes, hosted by Kevin Hart. We are back and you are listening to Inside Jokes. And today, we're talking to Jerry Seinfeld. God damn, what an amazing mind he has. Jerry, uh, this is a good moment to go into your book, man. You got your you got your first book. Oh yeah. What I'm told in 25 years. God damn, it's a long time. Is this anything? Yeah, yeah. Is the title of the book. Yeah. Is this anything? It's what comedians say to each other ah. when when we find oh. a joke. Is this? You think? What do you think? Is this anything? Is anything here? That's what we always say. Is this yeah. something in there? Right. A little bit. So I kind of wrote the first the first ten pages of it. I wrote about how I went from being a little kid and. And, and seeing this thing and falling in love with it and how I pursued it and just kind of got to the stage, you know? I, I just didn't think I was funny. I didn't know. I just wanted to get to that, to get up there, you know? And and that's the first 10 pages. And then the rest of it is just my, my files that I kept all these years of all the bits I ever did that worked. Holy cow. And every bit, and I don't know, some 450 pages of stuff in there and uh, holy cow yeah and that's what the book is and i because i'm when i turned 65 i thought well that's the end of regulation i you know i just re, i am now in overtime wow so i wanted a, i wanted a, and and the same with that my last special was this is as good as i'll probably ever be i'll do other stuff but this is this is it i want to leave here's my record here i'm turning in my 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 papers here here's what i here's where i got you know working at this. I wanted to leave it there for anyone who, you know, comes after us. Here's where I got to. It's like, you're more like explorers, you know? That's so fucking dope, man. That's a 450 pages. Yeah, from day one, from the first bit I ever wrote is in there about cereal and then, and, and. How do you have that still? Well, what? How? 
Like you, you and when you did the movie Comedian, I was I was so blown away by Ornie Ornie Adams. Ornie Adams, yeah. When Ornie Adams showed, when he showed his <laughs> his, his files and how he how organized he was with his craft and and how he approached writing. Right. I said, that's what I'm, if that's what I'm supposed to do, I'm never going to make it. <laughs> There's no supposed to. The, the, I mean, I, the, I don't stand the shot in this business. If that's how prepared I'm supposed to be, <laughs> this is, this, I'm, what the fuck am I doing? It was file cabinets, tabs, uh, joke, concepts. Yeah. It's, I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen anything like it. Were you, is yours, was yours as organized and detailed as that? Or you just had a bunch of notebooks all over the place? I had a, no, I have, uh, I, I like the yellow legal pad. I like to jot stuff down on a yellow legal pad. I like the thickness of it. Mm-hmm. I like the softness of it. It's like, it's got a, it's, it's firm, but it's got a, a, a density. When you write on a pen on a legal pad, it just, it just feels good. Do you get to the end of the pad? Oh, yeah. You get to the last page, really? Dozens, hundreds of them. And I, I finish big pens. I finish the big pen. Jesus. I watch the ink go all the way down to the end of the pen. What am I doing? What am I fucking That's what I like to do. I, I just get, love it. I gotta it's, get a it, pad. <laughs> I get a pad today. You use the, you use the iPhone pad. I I use the the iPhone. I use the BlackBerry. I use the Sidekick. I used. I mean, I I don't Jerry. I can't find anything from like what I've done. I I have. I don't even have it. But a set has so many bits in it. How do you like? You go up to do a set. If you're doing, if you're gonna do an hour and fifteen, an hour and twenty. You gotta have you you have it in your head, right? Well, I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you what what I have, right? And it's it's funny because over the years this this big thing this like I've I've heard this rumor grow over the years. So I got I got my two guys. I got Joey and Harry, right? Joey and Harry have been with me for probably probably ten years now. I would say right. probably. Probably probably nine to ten years. We've known each other longer, but I mean, in our professional career, we're we're I, I would say ten. We're either right under or right over. And what I've always done, Jerry, I've never been a writer. Now, when I say writer, you know, this you you're using a word. You ever use a word, but you don't you're not using the word for like, you know, the the true definition of what the word is. Like you just I'm using a word. So when I say writer, that means I've never jotted shit down. That's that's what I'm saying when I say it. The 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 world and the journalists have taken it as well. Kevin doesn't write his own stuff because I've said Harry and Joey. Well, they're my those guys are my writers. Mm-hmm. What I mean when I say that is when I go on stage, Jerry, I have all of this shit in my head. Mm-hmm. I got it in my head and I go, if this was a booth and I was a musician, I go and I just start. Right. And then after I start, I have this crazy fucking memory to where I come out of there and I remember the shit that I liked and I can go back in that booth again right? and leave out all the other stuff that I didn't like and do it with just the shit that I did. Right. Right. So, so what Harry and Joey do 
they jot down the shit that they feel is great that I said when I go up on stage and I'm working out material. So I only I only use bullet points. Right. I can't I can't use bits. So so their job is to give me my bullet points. I just came off. Tell me what my bullet points were. And they tell me all my topics. And then I start to rearrange my bullet points as I go on. So so through the years, it's gotten it's gotten even more. Oh, he has these writers and they write his jokes. What they do is they they jot my bullet points down. I don't I don't write, Jerry. Right. Like there's if if I show you my next my section in my iPhone, it's stupid shit. You wouldn't understand it. It'll go, you know, it'll go uh uh first time visit at Dennis in three years. Right? And in my head, I know what that means. In my head, I know what that means. Um, you know, expensive purchase, no, no response. That was when I was fucking buying expensive shit because I thought that an immediate, an immediate response from the world comes with expensive shit. Nobody <laughs> noticed. Nobody noticed my expensive shit when I got it. Nobody said anything. I took it back. <laughs> These are all things That's in my funny. head. So I, I can't, I can't. That was about a watch. That's a true story. I bought this fucking watch. That's the shit I like. That is, that is, that is a really small little funny human thing. You're doing the exact same thing. You're talking about taking something small and making it big. You think when you buy something expensive that everyone's going to notice. <laughs> yes. It's the worst shit. It's the worst shit ever. Nobody nobody says shit. And I've never, I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever tried to make a bigger thing out of anything than when I got this one thing. I put it in everybody's face. Nobody ever said nothing. I'm taking it back. I'm taking it back. This means Funny. nothing. Nobody gives a shit about this. Uh, but that's what I do. So when you when you talk about writing, you're talking about on the pads and in the books. I've never done that. Right. I don't I don't have that. I don't have that muscle. I don't have that machine. Right. But Jerry, right. the crazy thing is the same thing in movies. So so after I read a script and I decide that I like the script and we're going to do the movie, I'm like, oh, that movie's dope. I don't I don't memorize lines like I don't I don't prepare for script, I don't have to read a script and go over it and over. I don't do it. I've read it. I know what it is. Uh -huh. So when we show up in the morning and it's time to work, well, we got our sides. We go out to rehearsal. We read the scene. I'm like, okay, cool. I got it in my head. My memory is it's unreal, wow. Jerry. Wow. It's unreal. I never hand on a Bible. I have never studied lines. Really? I have ne never. I don't care wow. how big the scene is. I don't care how much dialogue I have in a scene. Once I read it, I understand it. As long as I understand what's going on, I have the concept and it's in my head. So with stand-up, I never not understand the road that I'm going down right. or how I'm navigating. So I don't I don't have a problem with, with remembering the concepts. Now, you're going to leave pieces out, bits and pieces as you go. But then as the joke gets stronger and better, you know, you get more confident. That's literally how I've worked right. from day one. Right. That's why I'm so I'm so I'm so envious of the pad. You saying I went back and from day one. What is the difference? What what someone's technique is? What's the difference? Well, the difference is, is you have a record of yours. I love that you have a record. You have a video. You have a record on video. Same record. Yeah, that's true. You think you're better than me because you thought of that just now, Jerry? Yes. You think you're better than me because you I just do. came up with that? Amazing concept of of yeah, of simplicity you know, that I just couldn't grasp. I was for me, this was the biggest problem in the world. I don't. I got nothing. 
<laughs> he said, hey, dude, you got the video. Shit. All right, yeah. Solved. Problem solved. All right, I, I was ready to panic. I almost went off the deep end. Um, your book right now, man, where, where can people get your book? I don't want to just plug anywhere. it. Anywhere. Anywhere. Are you in a space where you feel like, you know, this I, I like the I like the book space. I'm a, I'm a fan of the book space. Yes, I'm a fan of it. I love really? I, I love the idea of writing a book, putting a book on sale because as you were talking before, it's it can be there forever. If anybody if when 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 people see you, if they chose to to ask the question, I wonder if he's got a book or if he's ever written anything, I would love to see how he thinks or something. They can always go get it. A book is forever. I love it. Well, the thing about the book was, uh, I, again, and I, I, you, you, when you get a little older, you start thinking about the young you and the other young yous that are out there. And I, rem- when I was, I mean, I was obviously a totally different world in terms of access to comedians, like even just like a show like this. I never heard a comedian talk. When, when I was a kid, uh, what do they think? I thought, I, when I would see comedians do their stuff on TV. I thought that's how this guy talks. <laughs> <laughs> he just he's he just talks in jokes. Everything he says is a joke. I didn't know what it was, you know. <laughs> he's that's how he talks forever. All the time. <laughs> so, so I so this this stuff that I wrote in the book, it's all double spaced and you can look at it as a comedian, you would look at it and you would say, "Oh, I see how he set this up here and it's double spaced." So you can look at it, it's like it's like a blueprint of a bit. So you could really study it if you wanted to. How did he get eight different jokes on a porta potty? I have to I'm not only going to get it I'm going to get it, then I'm going to mail it to you so you can sign it. I don't want you to send me a signed copy. Okay. I, 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 Why don't you just let me just sign it and send it to you? Wouldn't that it be would be, but, That's but I, want, I was saying what I said to get you to say what you said. I didn't want to have to go through all that. <laughs> I didn't want to have to go and actually buy it and do all that stuff. It's a lot, Jerry. That's a lot. Yeah, if you if you didn't say what you said, then I'm like, fuck, I gotta, now I got to do the... That's, now I got to do all that shit and send it to him because I said it. If I don't, Jerry's going to remember. He's going to go, hey, I never got the book. It turns into a thing. So now that you said that, woof, wipe my forehead. That sweat's gone. Thank you, Jerry. I want to I wanna sign copy, man, for sure. Uh, Jerry, I knew that this would happen. I knew that this hour, I knew that it would fly. Um, and I knew it would fly because of of our relationship, you know, and, and how easy yeah. it is for us to talk to one another. Yeah. I'm... I'm excited. I'm excited for times to get back to the way that they once were. Um, and I'm excited for now a new reason, which is to see this thing that I, I could hear your excitement for. And you don't, you don't, you don't voice that. That's not, that's not you. You don't, you don't do that. You know, it's, it, it comes when it comes and no, this is great. I've been doing this thing and there it is, but I can hear like, a nice energy that you have behind it, man. And that, that makes me, that makes me happy. That makes me happy to, to just see you in this space and see whatever the fuck it is. Well, you're, you're, you're involved in it. You don't know it, but you are. I love it. You, you already know without a question, I'll be there if you ever need me to be there. Yeah. Without a doubt. I, I appreciate the brethren and it is, it's, it's, it's really cool. It's how cool is it? I mean, so we, you and I, we really, you talk about our relationship, we hung out really that one day, mm-hmm. right? Whatever it was, three hours. 
And in that day, that's it. You're friends for life now. You're, you're locked in. And because because of this brethren that we we uh, we um, have because of what we do, and 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 that's one of the great great things of being a, a real comedian. There's the real comedians, you know. This you you know I mean you know what it's, I'm talking I've, about. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and, and we see that in each other, and uh, that that's an instant permanent bond, and that's it's a beautiful, it's really nice. It's it's I'll say this before we go. You know when you were talking about Bernie Mac. And you were talking about you you met him once, you know, you don't need more. You don't need more than that moment with, like you said, with the with the real comedians. I I I met Bernie one time. I've 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 I met him one time where we actually had to talk and engage in, in a right. conversation. He was filming a movie and he didn't have any time in the schedule. So they set it up for me to go to the movie set and sit with Bernie in his trailer. And it was supposed to be, it was supposed to be like a 20 minute meeting. You know, we were, we were going over this movie idea. Me and Bernie ended up sitting in his trailer for about an hour and 40 minutes, <laughs> an hour and 40 minutes. And his thing was, he say, he kept saying, it's fine. They'll, they'll wait. They, they, they know what I mean. They're doing work. It's business. They're fine. We always rushing the motherfucker to not do nothing. He kept, he kept cussing at the first AD because he was like, y'all know y'all ain't even going to be ready. Let me finish. And we talked. And here's the thing. We were done the meeting in 15 to 20 minutes. Right. The rest of the time was conversation. We were just talking. Right. That's all. We were fucking talking. Right. Because he wanted to get to know me and 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 he was asking questions and I was answering questions, but in my mind I kept saying it's so dope to see that Bernie Mac is one of the good ones. Like there was there was nothing that was forced. Right. There was no teeth pulling, there was no, no you no, know, no, no. not none. None. And and I say that to say it's the same with you and I. Like yep. it's never forced. No, no, no. There's never, there's never the the double question of so how's the kids, <laughs> right? right. Like you don't. It's it's never been, man. And I I I truly, I'm truly, uh, I'm I'm thankful for the friendship. I I value the relationship, and and you know I I can say that you're just you're one of the dope ones, man. Thank you're, you. Man. You're dope as hell. Uh, I appreciate you. I appreciate you for doing this. I appreciate you for just being a good example of what to be in our craft. And like you said, man, it's 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 all about you know us being under this thing together and right, and, right. and doing our best to you know make it as great as we can for the next generation and generation. Yeah, after yeah, that. yeah. So let them look at what us and and go. Okay, that I got to get to that. But let me ask you one last question before we go. Okay. Do you think I've forgotten about the steak? Steak dinner? About the steak dinner. <laughs> you see, I beat you, you to it. I about the steak. No. No, you haven't. It's actually it's actually my priority as soon as this is over. Okay. I'm coming. I'm coming as soon as this is over. Takes. Okay, but it's gonna happen. That's, I've no already waited years and I can wait years more. But okay. just so you know, that you I know. have not forgotten. <laughs> 
I love you, man. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, Inside Jokes. And today we were inside the brilliant mind of Jerry Seinfeld, man. Jerry, thank you again. I appreciate you. Uh, I'm here if you ever need me. You know that. Inside Jokes is a serious XM and LOL audio production. Executive produced by Kevin Hart, Ty Randolph, and Eric Weil. With Tastemakers Media, Emil Garner, and Ian McDonald. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert, and I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.